Welcome. Welcome to the While My Batteries Charge podcast. Join us as we talk about all things radio controlled. And now, your host. Folks, this man, he is the king. Mr. CCXRC himself. Tony CC. Tony CC. Hey, what is going on, RC enthusiasts? Welcome to the While My Batteries Charge podcast. And today we're just going to jump right into it here in a minute. This uh, podcast is powered by Venom Power. Uh, let Venom Power power your passion. They're the group that powers my passion because I run exclusively Venom batteries and I use their chargers to uh, to charge those batteries up. Uh, fantastic product line from those guys. Uh, but today we're going to be talking about the 2.2 class of RC monster truck racing. Uh, I'm bringing this up because I'm actually getting ready to go racing this weekend at Digger's Dungeon. And so I'm going through my trucks and I've got a whole shelf of RC monster trucks from Cloudbusters to Sen Racing, SMT 10s, uh, Freestyle RCs, um, <laughs> Stampedes, all kinds of stuff. I've got the ECX Brutus. And uh, so I just love RC monster trucks and all things RC related and monster truck related. And um, so this, there was a question that came up on the SAM group, which is the Solid Axle Monster Mayhem group over on Facebook. And they were asking uh, why Cloudbuster axles aren't allowed in the 2.2 class because everybody's running their pro mods in the 2.2. They're just sticking different tires on them, smaller tires on it. So, um, which is a good question to ask, but it, it brings up a bigger question that I have and have had since I got into uh, the RC racing side of the monster trucks. And that's where do the new people get into the hobby? Have we set this up in a way that new people can get in and we pitch it as, you know, a family friendly event and it's, you know, kind of open to everybody, but it's, it's really not. When you think about it, it's kind of like an exclusive club or an exclusive group. And why is that? Why do I say that? And so I might ruffle a few feathers by saying that, or even by this whole talk. And I don't even know exactly where I'm going with it yet. I'm just kind of thinking this through and talking this out as we go over it. But um, there's not an easy entry point for anybody, except for the kids, if they have the kids class. But there's there's usually not an, enough kids running to even have like a viable uh, kids group. Most of the kids that I know running, um, you know, they can beat me and they're competing with the adults. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's kind of this weird thing. How do you get in? Because to get in and compete right now, the way that it's set up, you've got to drop a ton of money to get into it. And you don't even know if you like it. And so it, it makes it really hard for anybody to enter into this uh, exclusive group that we've created around RC monster truck racing. And is that what we want it to be? I mean, I guess that's the question to ask. Maybe it is. Maybe maybe we like it being small in, in numbers. Um, I don't think that's the case. I think that we want definitely more people involved. Um, and we want to be able to spread our love for monster trucks and for RCs to a new generation of people and to other people. And so I guess the question is, where do we make it so that even a new adult can jump in? Because right now, especially with the SMT-10 not being on the shelves, it's very hard to walk into a hobby shop and buy anything that you can race at most of these races. If you go through the rules, 
Um, you know, the, the four wheel drive classes are, you know, independent suspension one. It's probably the closest or easiest one, but most of these trucks now have center diffs and, and that's not allowed in our racing. And so they have to know or be skilled enough to know how to go in and lock up the diff. Um, I'm sure anybody at the racetrack would help somebody do that. But again, it's just not an easy thing based on our rules to have something that you can buy off the shelves and you can actually compete with and win. So I know that the Creighton and them now have ways, especially the 4S and that, they've got conversion kits to be able to get rid of that center diff. And that's that's helpful. Um, and I'm, I'm glad to see that, that that's going to be able to run in that class because we don't allow truggies to run, which is, Usually they have that center diff. They want to be monster trucks. And so I, I, even though the original E-Revo is kind of like a truggy, they consider it a monster truck because of the way that the gearing is set up in there and not having that um, center diff. Uh, even though it looks everything like a truggy with big wheels on it. Um, so the, differenti di the differentiation is based on, on the gear, the way that the drive system is set up. But uh, into the monster truck, the solid axle, which is what I like in the hobby because it's much more scale. That's where we really see this trouble for people to get into the hobby because in the pro mod class, which is what pretty much a lot of the stuff falls into, um, and there are rules that you have to follow in that and tire sizes and regulations. And that's cool. Like that's, that's, you've put in your money, you've spec'd out your truck and you've got it, you know, race ready. You want to be uh, doing innovating, innovative things and competing at a different level. And I think that's where the, the pro mod is awesome and excels. And you've got the shaft driven trucks. You've got the motor on axle trucks. I don't mind them being in the same group, honestly, uh, because I see people win with both. Um, and it really comes down to driving and, you know, how the trucks are set for whatever race it is. I mean, people say that there's an advantage to one or the other. I, uh, I actually prefer shaft driven trucks. Um, and so that's where I stand. Um, I actually don't ever win in pro mod. I'm not very good, but I do win. I've won a couple times in uh, the 2.2 class and that's where I do. All right. However, my truck, I wouldn't even want to say could be a 2.2 when it really comes down to it. Um, it almost feels like there needs to be either two 2.2 classes, like a pro mod two, two, or, or something that would differentiate and allow off-the-shelf trucks to compete. And I think that's what it really comes down to is having a class. It doesn't have to be a spec class. It doesn't have to, um, but there should be some limitations, um, maybe brushed motors, but no limitation on what type of brush motor um, you use. Um, but something that would limit the wheelbase and all of that to allow the trucks like the Wheelie Kings and now the Sen Racing trucks to compete, or the MST, uh, to be able to compete in this class. Because right now, you put those trucks up against an SMT-10 uh, that's basically been pro-modded out, brushless systems, and everything. And then you just switch between your 2.2s and your 2.6 tires, and you run it in both classes. But it's, it's literally just a pro-mod with smaller tires on. Uh, so there's not like this class. So most racing, any racing you get into, for the most part, there's different classes based on skill level. And we don't have that because we don't have a big enough group of people coming out to be like, all right, the beginner class is up um, and uh, novice class or expert class pro class. And so when I grew up racing BMX, you had those different entry points where 
you might have a really good bike, but you're still a beginner in, in getting into BMX and don't really get how it works. And you're kind of learning how to manual and do all the stuff uh, to get around the track faster. And then after you win so many times, you're bumped up to the next class. Well, we don't have that system. And so what is a way that we can let a beginner come in and actually compete on a level with everybody else? Uh, because there isn't the class system based on skill level. And so I think that's what it really comes down to is uh, making it available for somebody to come in and not have to spend a lot of money to race and they can have a good time and they could compete. You know, they might not win, but they could get up there uh, just because they're driving, you know, they can drive okay. And um, I, that's what I'd love to see introduced into this. And I think this probably goes across racing in RC in general. Uh, we do see spec classes. We see like the, uh, the Tamiya classes that are spec classes and some fun stuff like that for on-road, uh, especially with like the semi-trucks and different things. Um, and then there's different classes that they have. And, you know, there's roar limits and all that. Um, but it's very expensive to get into. And, um, you know, it's an expensive hobby, so I'm not going to downplay that. But it, it it should be something where I think that we want people to get hooked. And how do we let them try it out and get hooked and know that they want to do it. And then they'll, you know, spend money if they have it to bump up to the next class. So that's kind of where in my mind I'm sitting. I don't, I don't want to see it like spec class where it can only be send racing trucks and you have to use stock motors and you have to, because if those trucks aren't available for whatever reason, we need it to be so that people can uh, run whatever. Like I'd love to see, you know, SMT 10 could still be in that class. I think uh, if we'd stay with brush motors, um, and, and things like that. So you have, have some kind of limitation on them because the send trucks are actually pretty quick. Um, but they're smaller wheelbase, um, and they're narrower and they do tip over easier, uh, on fast cornering and, um, the jumping's a little bit, got to work the suspension out some on that, but I think it could be a competitive with an SMT 10 given the right track and given the right limitations put on the, uh, the SMT 10s. So that is uh, my thought on that. It's basically would be like a brushed class, I guess. Um, but yeah, you'd have to have limitations so people can't, you know, put extended uh, wheel things on theirs. And because the J Concepts uh, rims do offer uh, extenders and stuff like that, I think that you still want to maybe have a width limit. And so uh, people can't just super widen their SMT 10s, which already have a wider wheelbase you know, they might have to use the smallest offset uh, in order to compete in the class if they're going to switch over to uh, J-Concept tires. Anyway, that's just thoughts that I have. Um, so I know that over on the group, um, Matt Stoltz actually had that basic idea was uh, to limit them based on uh, dimensions. And I think that's a big thing. I do think that you have to limit the motor at some point uh, so that people can just come out and compete. Um or you, you offer two classes where you have a 2.2 where it is a pro mod, but you have to fit within certain size requirements for the truck. And I know that they have that already. Um, I don't know if we just aren't following the rules, but because uh, I do love running my 2.2 truck. I'll be honest, you know, with a pro mod set up basically in it, it's it's set up like my SMT 10 pro mod. It just has smaller tires. I don't do the whole tire switching thing for it. Um, but it, it just handles really great the SMT 10 as a 2.2. And so it's my favorite class to, I just feel like they're more nimble because the tires aren't so big and heavy. Um, so 
but you do get a bunch of other custom stuff that's thrown into the mix too, which, uh, you know, whatever. I, I think that at that point, if you have like a pro level 2.2 class, you could even allow clod buster axles and stuff in there, which is what Chris was asking about. But I think, you know, the whole thing that threw me into the retro class was that it was going to have a limit to it, you know? So, um, there was, you know, motor size regulations, a lot of regulations set on, on it. And so it was competitive in that anybody could win. It's not just because somebody had the fastest setup in their truck. Uh, and it still comes out of control, but at some point, like if the person has control and they have the faster truck, you're just never going to beat them. Well, with retro, you have the obstacles and stuff and you have things that kind of made it competitive and fun. And, uh, everybody was kind of on an equal playing field. Um, I think that's kind of slipped away recently. I don't actually, I'm, I'm enjoying the retro class less and less, uh, because everybody's just trying to, you know, make theirs go, uh, that much faster than everybody else and going in and doing a whole bunch of stuff to them. Who knows what they're doing to them? Uh, they're basically looking like pro mods almost out there these days. Um, and so it's, it's just not enjoyable to me, uh, because having that equal playing field is what makes it feel, uh, makes it fun and you know everybody laughing and uh, not always the same person winning week after week after week if if you know you can never go out and win um there's there's that less likely to want to go out and spend eight hours on a saturday or sunday uh racing if, if there's not going to be a competitive level or nature to where you feel um like you have a chance to compete um and i say that a little bit loosely because I don't really care that much about going out and winning. So there's others of us that just go out to have fun and hang out with people. And I think that's what it really comes down to. Um, so I, I, I take that last part back, but uh, I'll walk it back just slightly, you know, but there are some people that would, you know, it would push them away. Like if I'm never going to have a chance of this, why, why even bother? Um, and so to that people would say, well then innovate, right? get more innovative, figure out how to make your trucks faster, practice more. Um, so, and that's a valid response to that. So, uh, yeah, it's just one of those things though. I, I feel like I would love to see it come down to where it's, it, it's more of a driver's race. Um, so everybody's kind of equal almost coming out of the gate. And then it comes down to who has the best lines, who has the best control, uh, who knows, you know, when, when to go slower up to a jump in order to have more time on the ground, you know, all that kind of stuff that comes into racing. So it's my, my take on it. I, I definitely feel like it's become a very exclusive group. And, uh, you know, I, I say that knowing that's going to ruffle feathers and I don't care, uh, because it's not going to change if people don't come out and say, how do, how do we change this in order for it to be inclusive to more people? and get more people involved and it. You know what? It helps out. It, it makes it the hobby better because when you have it so that people can go in and buy trucks that compete at some level, more send trucks are going to sell more wheelie Kings are going to sell more SMT tens are going to sell because people will be able to come out and race them. And that means that they're going to stay on the shelves longer, which means that we're going to have parts support and all the things that we need to be able to, to keep the racing going on. Um, Cause right now we have a lot of, um, you know, custom built stuff, which is awesome. I want my custom built trucks. I don't want them to not be a part of racing, but I also want there to be stuff on the shelves that people can buy to get them into the hobby. And I'll tell you what, uh, racing those send trucks at the, uh, the world finals doing the oval lap thing was some of the most fun monster truck racing, um, that I've had. 
they were longer races, uh, you know, multiple cars going the same track at the same time. It was a bit of, a little bit of chaos involved and uh, it was a really good time. And so, you know, I would love to be able to have those out there racing, not necessarily in, in that form, but, um, you know, having that kind of excitement behind it because we all were running, you know, the same exact truck and uh, it was just a blast. So that's my take on it, guys. You can feel free to disagree. Leave comments down below in the uh, comment section here on Podbean, or you can jump over to the Facebook page for CCXRC and uh, you can leave a comment on the post for this podcast uh, on there. So um, anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in as always. Love to hear from you guys, uh, your thoughts on racing, thoughts on RC and thoughts on what you'd want to hear on the podcast as well. So again, thanks for tuning in guys. Our batteries are all done, and so we're going to uh, head on out. <laughs>